0: Welcome everybody to the Sideline Speaks, Kevin Walker and Jason Collins tonight. No Brittany Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Brittany's working hard for the money. She's got to do some some work-related stuff. She's traveling, so she might pop in throughout the show, guys. So Britt might join us tonight, but nevertheless, it's me and K-Walk here ready to go. K-Walk, what's going on, man? How you doing? Times
1: have been better, Jay. Times have been better, <laughs> but hold it in on. <laughs> In my head, yeah. Jay.
0: Keeping my head above yeah. board. making a yeah, way. We're going we're gonna get into that one real soon. <laughs> we're, we're looking forward to a great one, um, nonetheless, Jay. Yeah, looking man, forward. and hey, I'm I'm in the same boat with you, man. My uh <laughs> my Nittany Lions <laughs> took a took a took a L on Saturday, man. So times have been better for me too. And we're gonna talk about that game as well, guys. We got pro football to kind of lead off the show. Some college football, the second half of the show, of course. K. Walk's going to bring his his great segments as well. So we just got a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight. But K. Walk, I'm really loving the, the the most impressive win, most disappointing yeah, loss segment we've been doing the last yeah. few weeks. So let's let's start right there after week seven, man. When I was when I was going over the most impressive wins, there was a lot to choose yeah. from, man. There were a lot of teams that really kind of surprised me this week or looked really good. Well, I'll kick it off with you man. Who you got this week for your most impressive win?
1: Yeah, like you Jay. I, I had a few including last night's game which I I would hope it wouldn't be on this list, but yeah. um nonetheless. Um I'm going to go with the uh I'm going to go with the Ravens beating the Lions, man. I, I think that game going into that game, I thought this would be the game of the week. I thought it'd be the most competitive game of the week. Um uh, you know, both were 5-1 going into that game. Um Ravens were at home. But to, for the Ravens to just beat the Lions the way that they beat them, you know, 38 to six, it was just, it was like the Lions had no business of being 5 and 1. It was like the, the, the worst 5 and 1 team yeah. that I've seen. Uh, maybe my 49ers can be in that, that category right now. But nonetheless, um, the Lions, yeah, they didn't show what I thought they would show. And, and that's, you know, competitiveness, you know, especially, you know, with a uh, Dan Campbell led um, team. You know, with Jared Goff being the way, uh, you know, uh, the way he's been playing, you know, Brown, the way he's been playing, uh, Jameer Gibbs, you know, uh, LaPorta, you know, the the Ravens, you know, the Ravens just came to play, man. They they really did come to play on both sides of, of the ball. Lamar Jackson was just outstanding, man. And that defense still was very, very complimentary to that offense. And, and you can see that uh, Lamar Jackson just has so many weapons. And that's what we always ask, especially myself, you know, get Lamar Demetrius uh, Jackson, some, some yeah. weapons and you're going to see a different quarterback and, yeah. you know, with a young Zay flowers with, a, you know, uh, an Odell, he looks, he, I called him old Dell, but he didn't look too <laughs> old on, on Sunday. And then of course you got Mark Andrews and, and those guys. So yeah, yeah, that that was very very impressive to me. Not just the win, but in the fashion that, that they won.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. Like that, that, when I was looking at that game, I thought we were going to have a competitive four quarter yeah, football yeah. game, and the Ravens just put it on them from start to finish. <laughs> it was surprising because we always talk about Detroit K walk like as a team that you know. Yes win or lose, you're going to be in a four quarter game with these guys. Like they're, they're not letting go of the rope. You know, they're going to play exactly. you tough for four quarters. Yeah. That's just who they are It's a personality of their head coach. Mm-hmm. So th- to me, that was super shocking the way that the Ravens just absolutely beat them down. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, okay. Well, before I give mine, like, do you think that was more of like the Ravens just being dominant and maybe finding their stride or maybe Detroit's not as good as maybe we think they are? That, that's a great question, Jay. And you, you, I would think
1: that, you know, we didn't expect, I didn't expect Detroit to go out there and put up a bunch of points. But like you mentioned, we expected this to be a competitive game, especially with Dan Campbell, the head coach there. They're always, you know, they're always in the game. And you got to bring, you got to pack your lunch each and every week for these guys. So I think it was more so, I really can't put my finger on, it. but if I had to choose, which I, I'm going to, I'm going to say the Lions, man. I, I guess maybe they weren't as good, you know, as they uh, they were advertised. I mean, they, you know, they're always in a dog fight, man. And again, I didn't. I picked the Ravens to win the game going yeah. in, but I just thought it would be comp- more competitive than that. Um, yeah, very. I guess you can call it disappointing from the Lions' as I mean, Lion standpoint, but. I'm going to say, yeah, just the Lions were, we just gave the Lions too much credit, man. Maybe they bounce back this week and then prove us wrong. Maybe it's just one of those games you just chalk up as that's one of those games because yeah. a lot of people, a lot of teams will go through a game like this. You will lose a game like this and then you can bounce back. And then when you review the season you can say, okay, yeah, that game, we, you know, we can throw that out, you know, throw the film out on that. But um, yeah, I, I think it's more so that the, the, the Lions were, were were very overrated and, you know, looking at it, looking in hindsight, is they were very overrated going into that game.
0: Yeah, especially because the Ravens hadn't really looked like that all year. There's been times yeah. they yeah. look good. There's been times they haven't looked real good. So, yeah, man, very surprising. For yeah. my man, I went with a bit of a homer pick, man. I went with, because I, I had about three or four games on my list, but I'm going to go mm-hmm. Falcons over the Bucks. Division okay. game. Okay. Yeah. Nobody was really expecting a whole lot out of Atlanta this year, man. They're now right. sitting at four and three. top of the division and honestly they lost a couple games this year that they probably should have won like they lost a couple games late I mean the Falcons you could make an argument could be five and two right now maybe even if we stretch it six and one so (laughs) I'm just surprised at how competitive they've been number one and then number two their ability to win some games late so I thought that was a big win over Tampa. To take the lead in the division, so I went with the Falcons mm-hmm. and the Bucks as Good my point. most uh, impressive win for the week. Let's um, let's jump over to the disappointing side, K. Walk, and again, yeah. there's plenty to choose from here yeah. as well. But but, what do you got for your most disappointing loss of the week?
1: Jay, I absolutely did not pick two, three, or four on this. I went with one, and I think it should be the only one. And that's the Bills <laughs> losing to the Patriots. I mean, yeah, it's absolutely. just, I just <laughs> can't put my finger on these Bills, man. But I, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, the Bills losing to the Lonely Patriots, uh, man. I mean, the, the Patriots look like they couldn't buy a, a touchdown for the last three, four weeks. And the Bills just go in there, not only give up 29 points, but to lose on top of that. And it's just, it's just mind-boggling to, to see that you know, especially with you know them, you know, I think they, they they beat Miami, um, you know, when Miami, uh, you know, um, blew out uh, the Broncos, they lose to the Jets in the opening season. It's just hard for me to put my hand or my finger on on this particular team, but you know, I had them in my top ten. It's my rankings that I do, you know, each and every week, and I just I don't know what happened here, Jay. I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't know if it's one of those games where. They just thought that they were just going to just walk in there, show up and and, and win the game. But the Patriots had other ideas. And um, the defense, you know, the defense is always going to play well. A Bill Belichick defense is always going to play well. Yeah. But a Bill O'Brien led offense or a Bill Bill, uh, Bill Belichick led offense, whoever's calling those plays over there, didn't expect that from the, yeah. from the Patriots against the Bills. So that's definitely the most disappointing loss by the Bills uh, of the week for me.
0: Yeah, I had I I had that one on my list. I put down an extra one cuz I figured that that's where you were going to have to go. I hated that game for a couple reasons, man. Number 1, I'm glad I'm not a betting man because I would have bet yeah. on that game, right? Yeah. I would have lost some money right there. But the other thing is, man, like I all but buried Bill Belichick last week, talking about this man needs <laughs> to be fired. The game is over his head. He's too old. It's time to hang it up. All this stuff, and then those darn Patriots come out and get an impressive win and beat the Bills, man. So, yeah, and then you're... they give him an extension before that game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. When you when you sent that message that he you know, got extension. I I didn't even know how to react that guy came off. I was like, obviously they know something that I don't know because I I would have never thought that in a million years, man. That that was crazy. Um so I'm gonna go with another one man. A little bit of an offbeat game, but it, it was very disappointing. The Giants beating the Commanders, man. The Commanders losing to the the hapless Giants. Um, You could see the frustration on Allen after the Uh game. He had some choice words, man. He just tired of it, man. So I just thought for the Commanders, a team that had been battling all year to lose to an in-division game to the Giants who haven't really been able to beat anybody all year, I I thought that was really bad. That's the kind of loss that could really – Mess up your season for when sure. you're trying to fight for something, and then you lose to the worst team in the division. So I had the Commanders losing to the Giants as yeah. as my most disappointing man. A lot yeah, of other. A- yeah, yeah. And
1: to, no. Just to add on to that, you know, to it's, it's, it's you know, for that team to 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 go through what they went through and you expect them to battle each and every week, and then they lose in the fashion. And you mentioned, you know, what's what it to look like going forward. And to have a vet like Allen say what he says, yeah, it's you know that's got to bring down the morale even more. So you're going to be interesting to see. And they had the Eagles this week, so you know, so no easy no easy test by right? any stretch of yeah. the imagination.
0: Yeah, man, and to only be able to score seven points against that Seriously. against that yeah. outfit like that, man, that. That's a, that's a rough afternoon for Eric B enemy in that offense. So they got to get that thing turned around in a hurry, man. Uh, A lot of good other little stories out there Two K walk in the NFL. I want to talk about the Chicago bears a little bit. And I kind of asked this question jokingly, but not really because you in the NFL, man, you just never know Justin Fields. Obviously there's been a lot of criticism around him. Then he started to play a little bit better. People kind of eased up a little bit. He gets injured and now the backup comes in and wins a couple of ball games. I think his name's Tyson Baguette. I hope I'm Beget. pronouncing his last name yeah. right. Bagget. I'm not really sure how to <laughs> say it. But k-walk okay, well, dare I ask, do we now have a little bit of a quarterback controversy in Chicago?
1: I would say yes, Jay, because of the fact that it matters, you're Chicago and you have a quarterback that's winning games or won a game. So yeah, you ride the hot hand. You know, you, Justin Fields was supposed to be your guy. You you drafted where you drafted him and he just hasn't panned out uh, up until this point. But yeah, you know, bag it, uh, you know, bag, bag it, you know, whatever you want to call them. But Jay, if it's, I don't know if you're passing in French, I don't know how you pronounce it. But, but um, nonetheless, yeah, I mean, you, you, you ride the hot hand even when um, Justin Fields uh, comes back and He's still playing back it, still playing um well and he's leading these teams or leading the teams to wins or just being more competitive. Yeah, I think you have to go with that and to say, okay, well, you know, Justin Fields still on his rookie deal. So, you know, no, no, no big, no, no big loss there. You're not paying him a ton of money. You know, you can still trade them, there's still time to, you know, to to move them. If, uh you know, Baggett is able to lead this team and these guys can rally around him. But, yeah, I, I think there will be a QB controversy here, Jay, because, you know, fans don't want to see, you know, they want that guy that they drafted high. Yeah. But, you know, but they rather have the guy that's going to lead these teams to uh, to victories for sure. So, yeah, yeah definitely QB yeah. controversy
0: he better mm-hmm. not go out and win this weekend or, or, or the talks are really going to kick mm-hmm. up. If he wins this weekend, sure. I don't really know anything about him at all, yeah. except that he seems like he's really confident. Like I yeah. saw, I was listening to one of his interviews before we mm-hmm. came on, he was talking about how he has a cannon for it or all, all this stuff. I'm like, I don't even know this guy, but he's right. confident yeah. in, in what he thinks he can do. So that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on, man, because I think if he wins if he wins this weekend coming up, mm-hmm. you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it from the fans. You're going to hear yeah. the media starting to ask that question. So that's going to be very interesting going forward, man, for Justin Fields. Okay, if you just had to say, and I know I didn't prep you for this, so you just got to go off of your, your thoughts here. If I said Justin Fields next year, is he a Chicago Bear or is he somewhere else?
1: Yeah, he's somewhere else, Jay. I I, I think that the, this injury set him back, and with the play of Baggett uh, as well, I think it'll continue because, like you mentioned, he's a very confident um, young man, and you know he's going to go out there and he's going to lead this team. And guys rally around that, you know, i.e. Uh, Brock Purdy. You know, Brock Purdy's a confident yeah. guy, and guys run you know they rally around that, you know. So um, yeah, I think uh, he'll be somewhere else. Where yeah, obviously I don't know at this point. He might not. Even be here the rest of the remainder of the season to be honest yeah. with you jay but yeah. um yeah for, for sure so if that's the case yeah i, I definitely think he'll be somewhere somewhere someone to go out there and a quarterback needy team you know maybe a, the jets uh you know just throwing some names out there maybe i don't know I, don't, I just don't know where you know right now off the top of my head you know what team is a quarterback needy team at this
0: point but i think he will definitely be somewhere else next season yeah man it's almost like You know, I I like Justin Fields. Obviously, things haven't gone great for him and, you know, some things out of his control, some things within his control. But it's almost like, you know, maybe a fresh start would be good for him. Yeah, he can get in the right organization with a good structure, maybe just a fresh start, because I do think he's talented and I do think he can play in the league. But maybe Chicago's just not the right place for him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see kind of if he if he moves on and, and where he ends up if he does yeah. move on. All right, man. We've been we've been going for about 15 minutes. So we gotta we gotta now talk about the Monday night game, K Walk.
1: Damn your
0: 49ers, the Minnesota Vikings. I, I I watched almost all of it. It started getting late. I was like, man, I gotta go to sleep. I gotta get up early. But what, what was talked to me, k What went wrong? How, how did the 49ers not get out of there with a win? Were the Vikings just playing great? 49ers not play well. You're more plugged in on the Niners than anybody. So talk to me about this game.
1: Yeah, what went wrong, Jay, is that the 49ers beat the Cowboys in the fashion that they beat the Cowboys <laughs> I still think they haven't they I think they were feeling themselves after that game. And I thought that I, I think that when they went into uh, went into Cleveland, they thought, you know, there were a third string quarterback and uh PJ PJ Walker, they thought they could walk in there and just uh just you know, just walk out of there with a win. And, and yeah. the same thing holds true for last night's game uh, as well. But all seriousness. Yeah, I mean, it's just um I can't put my finger on it. Jay. There's so many th- different things that you, you point at that I can point at, like, for instance, Steve Wilkes, the uh, the new defensive coordinator. um, Not really loving his his game plan and his his coordination of that defense. That defense is just too talented for you to mess him up and then put yeah. him in, 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 in bad situations. And, you know, a lot of a lot of 49er fans are, are seeing that. Um, you know, then you look at you look on the offensive side of the ball and you want to know, you know what happens there. You know, Brock Purdy. Oh, the league's figuring out the league hasn't figured him out, man. He, he hasn't figured him out. I just think when you take certain weapons and I'm not making any excuses by any stretch of the imagination. But when you take out a Debo um, yep. out of the offense, it changes Kyle Shanahan's uh, game planning because he doesn't have another guy like a Debo that can run those screens, run those reverses, things of that nature to slow down that pass rush, um, if you will. And when people see that, they're going to immediately go after Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy did an excellent job for the most part, you know, handling the blitz. If you saw his numbers, he had over 200-plus yards, you know, when he was blitzed. And no one blitzes more than Brian Flores, the the defensive coordinator of the Vikings. I mean, he just didn't do it because – Brock Purdy was at the uh, at the quarterback. He does it because that's who uh, Brian Flores is, right? But um, yeah, that I mean, I, th- I thought that they they did an excellent job, as bad as they looked overall. Again, it's, it's the second week in a row that they had a chance to go down and win the game. Um, you know, Brock Purdy, you know, mistimed the uh, the throw. Um, the the D back did an excellent job on just on J- uh, Jawan Jennings, knocked him off his route Because if you watch that game. He was hitting those same routes all night long to Jawan Jennings uh, in the middle of the field. This wasn't even looking. Jawan Jennings wasn't even coming out of his break, and the ball was already there. Yeah. But the the, but the one D back did an excellent job of knocking him off. And that's why you saw the, the ball get picked off. And, and another thing, just go back to Steve Wilkes. There's no way you're going to tell me that they're going to go into this game um, and tell me that they're going to come out. 49ers are going to come out there without a sack to their name. That's just not who they are. That's yeah. just not who they are. And Kirk Cousins felt very comfortable. Um, in that pocket, and I don't care if you're Kirk Cousins, I don't care if you're uh Jared uh, uh, Goff, or Sam Howe. If you're not getting hit by the by the opposing defense, then you you know you can sit that down there all day and just pick any defense uh, apart. But it was very shocking to see that Kirk Cousins wasn't getting any type of pressure uh, whatsoever. So overall, I just think everyone's starting to look themselves in the mirror and starting to realize. Listen. Oh, we could be beat. You know, the only team that can beat us is us. And I think that's what's happened in the last two weeks. And again, not making any excuses, but I still think that this is a very, very good team. And I just think that they're just playing above their, you know, you know, uh, above what, um, you know, above their level, if you will, um, above ex- expectations, because as bad as they looked, and Brock Purdy, as bad as he looked, they still had chances to win those two games. So yeah, just overall, Jay, just bad play, just bad play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And a couple bad breaks too, like that touchdown, yeah. I think it was it right before half, Time, I think, right where it looked half. like yeah. San Francisco had a clear yeah. interception, and then the guy yeah. just kind of rips the ball away and goes yeah. and scores. So that that was a bit of a tough break, right, right there as well, K okay, Walk. Well, and then the other thing, too, like when you're a team like the 49ers. There's no weeks off. Like you're you're taking everybody's best yes. shot. Like everybody's <laughs> sure. like, okay. So you're going to get everybody's best shot every single week. So yeah, man. So that's that, that's two and that's two in a row for the four. Two years. in a row. Yeah, Who do they have row. coming up this weekend? Who they got? Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati. Man. So another yeah, so, game yeah. that you know Cincinnati hasn't been great, but obviously it will yeah. be another competitive game. So hopefully that they can get back on track this weekend, man. So. You don't see any fatal flaws. You, you're not concerned about the team itself. Just a couple of th- weeks where things didn't go their way. No, Jazz, it's just we have to look at it that way. I mean, they started
1: off 5-0, and very impressive. Everybody had them locked for, you know, the Super Bowl. You know, they've been playing well. They, they've they been they without, you know, Debo. I think that hurts the offense a little bit. They were without Trent Williams. But, you know, they still should have won those games. Uh, I think that anytime that you uh, – that you take away, you know, not just your best player on the one of your best players on, on your offense, one of the best players in the league. Um, you know, you you go down the line and you take Travis Kelsey away from well, maybe a bad yeah. comparison, but nonetheless, you take a big time, uh, you know, receiver or a piece. From any quarterback, and you're going to see, you know, you're not going to see the same type of quarterback. So I'm not concerned, Jay. I'm not concerned. I think they go back. I think they go back to and they have that business-like uh, mentality, and they they refocus. They get back on one another. Uh, uh, Fred Warner had a talk with uh, Brock Purdy after the game. And they talk one on one, man. So those are the captains of the team, and they yeah. they understand that they're they're not, you know, they they they're the target or they have a target on their back. And we just can't come there lackadaisical because we can get beat by anyone any given Sunday. Um, you know, I kind of like I like what uh, Nick Bosa said after the game. The NFL is very humbling, man. It's a very humbling league, and it'll let you know real quick you're not and you're not as good as you think you are on, on some nights. And and to use still your line from one of your coaches is, you know, when you lose, you're not as bad as you think you are. And when you win, you're not as bad, not as good as you think you are. Yeah. So it's kind of like that that situation with the 49ers. I think they get back to the business at hand. And and I think you're going to see that 49 ers team and results that you've seen in the beginning of the season. Yeah,
0: Yeah. man. And two things come to mind. Like when you read, when you said they, the 49ers defense doesn't register a sack, right? like, Like you would think they could almost, Fuss, you know, trip themselves yeah, into exactly. a sack as exactly. good as defense as they are. So yeah, that that is like wow. Like y- y- yeah, they yeah. should be able to register a sack. Some you know the coordination of the defense, as you said, man. You would think you could you could drum something up with yeah. that pass rush and get a sack. And then the other thing too, which I hundred percent agree. Like the, the humbling of the like there's yeah. there's a lot of parity in the NFL. Yeah. Like, yes, there's some teams that are cut above. But some of the teams that people think are bad, I mean, it's just there's a it's a play or two away from yeah. beating you, you know? So all all of that is definitely true, man. Yeah. Um Brits Eagles got got a win against the Dolphins, man, this weekend. Part of me was hoping they lose so we could <laughs> come on here and, and joke about Brit again, but it did not go my yeah. way. Um Man, there's a, I want to talk about the Dolphins for a minute. There's a lot of hype around this team every single yeah. time they win. But sometimes they, they, they play a good team. Um, and, it, you know, they the Bills kind of yeah. roughed them up. The Eagles beat them handily. Like, what, yeah. what are your thoughts on the Dolphins before we kind of get into this game? I don't know, man. It just seems
1: like they're kind of in the same boat as the Bills. I can't put my finger on this team, man. I can't put my fingers on this team. You know, as bad as the Eagles' secondary was banged up, you would—I don't understand why they didn't go downfield more. You know, against uh, uh, against the, uh, the the Eagles, and that uh, I know Waddle was hurt a little bit with that yeah. back injury. He came back, but still, you stretch the field with Tyreek Hill, and you get some of those other guys. You know, um, underneath. Um, I can't put my finger on it, Jay. I want to say it's coaching, but it's Mike McDaniels. I mean, he's a he's yeah. a good coach. Um, who's their defensive coordinator? They have a um it's Vic Fangio. Yeah. Vic Fangio is long is time, is yeah. yeah, Yeah. He led the 49ers defense to a Super Bowl sometime back. So I you know, I don't I can't put my finger. It's definitely not coaching, man. It's just I don't know. And I don't think the Eagles. I, mean, I could have put that one on there as well. The most disappointing loss of <laughs> bodies the Dolphins yeah. as well, because I really thought that would be more of, of a competitive game. And I'm not trying to take anything away from the Eagles by any stretch, but um, I just thought that it would be more competitive. I just thought that, that they're, um, their their passing game was going to give the the Eagles uh, secondary a problem because the, the Eagles had secondary problems, especially you know they, them being hurt and, and yeah. they have the young guys and they're stepping in. And I thought they were going to try to take advantage of it, but the Eagles came out with a great game, plan and executed, and then and the Dolphins just couldn't find a uh, any type of adjustment uh, to, yeah. to,
0: to, to to counter that. Yeah, yeah. man. And I, and the thing about the Dolphins too that I've noticed, like if they play a team that has a, a good defensive front and can kind of get after the quarterback a little bit Mm -hmm. that really puts them in a bind now it does that to obviously a lot of teams right but i think with Tua's injury history they're so focused on trying to get the ball out of his Uh, hands quickly that when you have a pass rush that can kind of speed up that process even if it's Mm -hmm. just a little bit He doesn't necessarily have the time to maybe hit some of the things downfield that he wants to. Because I I noticed, man, he he wants to get that ball out of his hand. He does not want to get hit. And I I understand it, rightfully so, with the history of concussions. (laughs) But if you got a defensive front that can get after the Dolphins a little bit, it definitely throws their offensive timing off. Um, Hey, well, I saw this, man, and I want to know what you think of it. Bill Simmons, obviously, he was on ESPN for tons of years. Now he's doing his own thing. But he's talking about Tyreek Hill And Mm -hmm. he said And you're the receiver So I said I can't wait to ask K-Walk this But he said (laughs) Jerry Rice is undoubtedly the GOAT There's no question about it The GOAT receiver Jerry Rice He said Randy Moss is number two for him Because Randy was just a freak of nature And he said he has now moved Tyreek Hill To number three all time on his receivers list What are your thoughts on that K-Walk? I'm sorry, Jay. You,
1: you're breaking up. Would you still? <laughs> Come on, man. What I, okay, on his list. Okay. Wow, Jay. Okay. I no, mean, that's T. his T. list.
0: Like, no Cal someone, someone brought up Calvin Johnson. They said, What about Calvin Johnson? He said, No, I got I got Tyreek ahead of Calvin Johnson.
1: I would love to hear his reasoning behind that, Jay. I'll look that up after the show, yeah, but check uh, that out. I don't have I don't have Tyreek in the top maybe a couple maybe top five in the league today let alone all time <laughs> right, you know right. so um yeah I mean speed kills I, I yes. get it but that that's if that's the only reason why he's going to put him there then then that's it but the other guys you know they don't have the speed but they were actually pure receivers this guy yeah. is just a track play a track star you know playing receiver yeah. um nothing to take away from his, his receiving skills he definitely has legitimate receiving skills but not top 10 or top five or even honorable mention no jay um i want to hear what he had to say as far as you know how he broke that down and and what criteria that a receiver has to meet to be in his top five but uh, wow jay just all i could say is just wow bro yeah man i (laughs) couldn't believe
0: it i thought like does he really believe this or is he just saying it to try to you know go viral yeah, or something that's what I'm it's trying just to such that's what I'm a thinking. wild take and like you said like you could make the argument that he's not in the top 5 in yeah. the league today, today right let alone the all the greats that have played that position so yeah you missed yeah, me man, with that I, one I, I thought that was crazy all yeah. right so the eagles get the win Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't necessarily come out of that game feeling like they had have it all figured out, I guess yeah. I'll say. I think Jalen Hurts still turning the football over is, mm-hmm. is a bit of an issue. Any thoughts on the e- from the Eagles side and how they played?
1: Yeah, man. You know, as much as I, you know, how I feel about the Eagles and, their, and especially their fans, man. Um, it's just hard. As I mean, it's not hard for me to go against them, but they they find a way to win, Jay. They just yeah. they find a way yeah. to win. You know, regardless of how many turnovers that uh, Jalen hurts, with the exception of the Jets game, of course. You know, he finds a way to win. They, each team is going to come out and, and, you know, they have a target on their back. And then this is something that the 49ers could take away from, you know, the, how the Eagles is played as well. There's, these guys are going to have targets on their back and they weather the storm because they do get a lot of storms each and every week, but they find a way to weather those storms. So, and they're only going to get better. They just traded um, for the safety from the uh, the Titans, uh, yeah. Bernard Bernard or Binard, I think it is. Yeah, uh, veteran safety, which they needed because they were they were you know hurt on the, the, the back end, and that's why I was so surprised that the Dolphins would take advantage of that. But yeah, I, I think that you know they'll clean up those mistakes. Jalen Hurts will clean up those mistakes. Uh, you know, going forward. he'll be more you know you know uh, cautious with the ball, if you will, more careful with the ball especially inside the pocket, because you don't really see him get hit in the pocket that much. He's either going left or right and, and extending the play. So, uh, yeah, t- they're definitely the team you have to watch right now, Jay, because, again, they find a way to win, um, whether it be Jalen Hurts, whether it be the defense or, um, you know, whether it be A.J. Brown. You know, it's just, yeah. they're, they're yeah. a really good team, man.
0: Yeah, they play good complementary football. Like you, sure. you, definitely can't take that away from them. Like if the offense isn't great, the defense bows its neck. Vice yeah. versa, the, some of the games where the defense was giving stuff up hurts, and that offense were able to generate points. So they absolutely play good complementary football. It'll yeah. be it just be interesting to kind of one of the things I've noticed. It, it, I noticed that teams are now rushing hurts and they they're not necessarily rushing him to where they're trying to get to him they're just, just almost trying them. to keep him in the pocket contain them, and yeah. not letting mm-hmm. break the pocket and yeah. i thought that that was a pretty successful strategy so mm-hmm. i think if you can if, if a team can do that consistently where they can rush those ends keep him contained not let him flush out of that pocket make him stand in there and and throw the ball that that'll be interesting cuz it looks like to yeah. me that that's how teams are trying to play him so yeah i agree That'll be something to watch going forward, man. But like you said, they find a way to win. Yeah. So you, you definitely cannot take that away from them. All right, K-Walk, let's uh let's do this, man. Let's grab a break. <laughs> and then, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we got some good college football topics that we got to get into. Like this whole Michigan sign stealing thing, I want to get K-Walk's thoughts on that. Some big games last weekend, some big games coming up this weekend that we got to talk about. K-Walk's Florida Gators are, are, are going uh, yeah. head-to-head with Georgia, so I got to get K-Walk's thoughts there as well. So we got some good stuff to get into when we get back. You're listening to The Sideline Speaks with Kevin Walker and Jason Collins, and we'll be right back. CampBlineman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. Built We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLoman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right. Welcome back to the sideline speaks Kevin Walker and Jason Collins. Guys, this is a great time to hit that like button. Uh, hit that subscribe button, share it, let people know that we're on. Uh, we're trying to grow this thing. So anything you can do to help us out, we definitely appreciate it. For sure. All right, K-Walt, okay, well, let's talk a little bit of college football now. Michigan, a little scandal broke this week that, you know, they've been traveling around the country stealing signs, which which stealing signs is not illegal, like in-game, whatever. Everybody's right, right. doing that, not against right. the rules. It's against the rules when you're traveling to other opponent's stadiums or maybe even potentially videotaping signs and then coming back and trying to figure it out. But, man, I've heard people all across the the board on this. Some people saying it's not a big deal at all. It's nothing. And other people saying, like, they shouldn't be able to play in the postseason this year. Where do you fall in the whole Michigan sign-stealing scandal?
1: Yeah, I'm on the fence with this one. But I know it's a, it's a new, it's a day in a new day age and age, and you don't you have that technology where you can you know get video from pretty much anywhere at any given time. And and back in the day when when you know when we played, I used to steal signs. I mean, we used to go to games like you know if we had a if we had a like a Friday night game or we go to Saturday, whatever the case may be. If we had a yep. a Saturday, we got out early. Friday, we would go to a game or we had a buy or whatever the case may be. You would go to the teams, you know, the the whatever team you were playing the next week or or what have you. And I would look to see, okay, when they run that play, what the what, you know, what was the coach doing, or what was the, you know, what was the uh uh what was the quarterback doing, whatever the case may be. Cause they came back to it. And then yeah. you watch film too, and you watch film and you rewind it, you know, the coaches clicker how that goes, and you want to see difference on you know whatever they were doing. But you know, I guess it's kind of I guess they're kind of comparing it to the spy gate. I I yeah. guess that's what they're trying, they're they're doing. I get it from that aspect, Jay, but it's hard not to steal signs anymore. I mean, just with all of the different cameras, man, and the different camera angles, and you got guys everywhere. I mean, you got guys that are looking at the see You know, you just got a guy for everything. Yep. You got a guy for everything. Coach, throw the flag here. Challenge this. You know, Coach, don't challenge Whatever the case may be. So I, I don't think it's a big deal, Jay. I really don't. Um, Unless you're just like down on their sideline and you're in the huddle and you're recording everything that they're saying, you don't have authorization or anything like that to be there. I don't see a problem with it. Jay. I really don't. I just think it's just a more advanced way today to do what we were doing back in the day, in my opinion. I mean, when you watch enough film, you can understand. You'll get the tendencies of of different different uh, teams. And, you know, when they line up in a certain formation, you know what they like to go in this particular formation. Or if, you know, like speaking, you know, if they line up, they bring that linebacker up, I'm you know, speaking from a receiver, you know that they're going, they're blitzing. You got to see if that other linebacker is going to go. And that'll tell you if you go, you're hot or not. Right. So I, I, I don't have a problem with it, Jay. I, I don't have a problem with the game. Unless they're just going on the sideline, they're walking down the sideline, and they're doing that. They're actually in the huddle. I don't see it as being a problem, but if it's a rule and they broke it, then obviously you know, then you know, yeah, it's you can't do that. But I don't, I don't have a problem with it, Jay. To be honest with
0: you, yeah, I, I think I'm with you like ninety five percent of that yeah, because. I think like you're I think the onus is on the team. Like mm-hmm. change your signals weekly, however often you gotta do it. Yeah. You see everybody holding up like five yeah. or six different signs, yeah. like trying to be as creative as possible. Yeah. So you know people are trying to steal your stuff. So yeah. I think the onus is on you to be as cryptic as you can yes. with your signing. <laughs> number one. The only area, the only issue I have with it, right, is because I guess. Coaches around the Big Ten have been talking about this maybe for like the last year or two, saying Michigan Mm -hmm. is doing this. They're sending guys to people's stadiums, potentially even videotaping like what's going on on the sideline. Right. They had a guy scheduled to go to the Penn State Michigan game, I mean, Penn State Ohio State game this weekend. Mm Dude bought tickets on both sides of the stadium wow. so that okay. he can get a view from each side. So wow. and again, I, I'm not up in arms about it, K-Walk, but I think like they must have been getting some advantage from it. Otherwise, yeah. why would you do it? You know. Right. So I, I and I think at the end of the day, even though I agree, I don't think it's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. If it's against the rules, and then you went out and did it anyway. I'm okay with what, I I mean, I'm not, I mean, I heard someone saying, give them the death penalty. I'm like, come on. I know I'm not calling for that, but (laughs) if they get some kind of penalty, if it, if it turns out that if they were like videotaping and stuff like that, I'm okay with that. But I I think I'm with you 95% of the way. I don't think it's a huge deal. But I do think they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't helping them in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Caleb Williams, K-Walk. USC, <laughs> I think, uh, two-game losing streak. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that a lot of people had penciled yeah. into the college football playoff. They just – I don't know. At some point, I, I guess Lincoln Riley's going to wake up and say, look, we need to play defense in order to win.
2: Brittany
0: uh, Jones, what's going on? What in the heck with like
2: the gate open. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, guys? Not a what's whole going lot. on, Britt? You out there working hard, Britt? I am. I'm actually in k territory. Well, technically, I'm located in Oakland, but you know San Francisco is right across the way. So okay. Uh, okay, right. I haven't seen too many San Francisco 49er fans lately. you not I'm going, like, going to an Oakland. No, no in
0: an I'll open.
2: spend some time in San Fran. I don't see them. Where they at? They hiding? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see
2: one fan representing one. So, and Jay, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh
0: oh, uh oh, you must have watched last week's show.
2: <laughs> I seen last week, and you really tried to come for me and my team. And then you got a double loss this week. Not only did my Eagles win, but also my Ohio State. Beat your Penn State, that's yes. what you get for talking all that crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brit, like, I, like, was,
2: like,
0: I was having fun last week in your absence, man. I was taking a, a, as many shots at you as I possibly could. I was hoping the Eagles were going to lose again, but it just didn't work <laughs> out for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, 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 uh, K Walks Nick Bosa said. You got humbled. <laughs> but stop that. But stop even,
0: that. I can't even say nothing, Britt. Yet. We were just talking about the Eagles a few <laughs> minutes ago, and at the end of the day, we said, "Hey, they keep they find a way to win, and that's that's what good mm-hmm. teams do. They keep finding a way to win."
2: I mean, look, we're in a week. What week is this? Week eight, I believe we're, coming we're going up, into, Coming up
0: into yeah, going into week eight.
2: So it's. I'm like, if you could find a way to win right now without playing your best football, I think that's a pretty, pretty darn good way to uh, go. But the biggest thing is you want to play your best football December and January. So I think by December and January, hopefully we'll have it all figured out. Um, clearly, you could tell Jalen Hurts is trying to figure out what this defense is throwing at him now. Um you know, cause he he don't look the same as he did last year. I think last year things came a little bit too easy. They were trying to dare him to throw the football, but now they're trying to attack him in different ways. So he still has to find ways to figure that out, and he's slowly getting it. Slowly getting it. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll get it together.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I thought I thought he was Dak for a minute there last week, turning the ball over so much. But um I mean. <laughs>
2: As many interception as he has so far this year, he, he might be Dak 2.0 so far. Uh, but <laughs> but the difference, the difference is if he wins that don't win. So yeah, that's all I'm watching. You're to right. To. I mean, the Eagles have the kind of team <laughs> that can the kind of overcome,
0: team they team. can overcome a lot of that. So at the end of the day, right. They're getting it done. So yeah, it's all good. That's all good.
2: Um, but I am I am hoping the cowboys don't get Derrick Henry. I've been hearing Little rumblings. I hope that's not true. (laughs) I saw that
0: his name is on the on could potentially be on the trading block. Now I don't know if Dallas can make a move to getting, but if they could, that that could be a difference maker. That could be
1: a difference maker. Wow. Yeah, that's what they need. They need that change of pace guy, that big back like like Zeke Elliott um, was, you know, and that will give Tony Pollard open up a lot of things for Tony Pollard to be that change of pace back. So, yeah, that'd be a very interesting move if, if Jerry can pull that off.
0: I know he can, but will he pull it off? Yeah, that could put Tony right. Pollard like back in the role that I think he should be. Exactly. In. You know what I exactly. mean? So, yeah, that that mm-hmm. would be that'd be really good for the uh, for the Cowboys for sure. Let me ask you guys, this is something Kay walk and I talked about earlier. <laughs> kind of serious, kind of joking, but serious kind of thinking mm-hmm. maybe this thing could happen. Do the Bears have a quarterback controversy? This Tyson Beget has come in in Justin Fields' absence. He's played well. He's won a game. Mm-hmm. Is this something Justin Fields needs to be worried about?
2: Um. That's that. That's the young the young rookie. I, I'm be honest with you. I've seen him yeah. after the game, and boy, he, he got some confidence. In he got a little leadership <laughs> and uh, leadership maybe. abilities. The, I was like, okay, this is a little different. So I don't think either which way. I really don't think Justin Fields has anything to worry about. We've seen the talent that he has. He has the talent. I just mm-hmm. think he needs to be with the right uh, coach and the right quarterback coach and the right system. I just don't think the Bears is for him. Um, I don't think I mean, let's be real. It felt like ever since they drafted him, they never really truly had confidence in him to run this particular team. And it just last year, the beginning of this year, even the games after he played very well, um, the couple of times he played decent this year, whether they won or lost. And it's just like I don't think they have faith in him regardless of how he plays. So I think the best bet for Justin Fields is for him to move on. So no, I'm gonna say no. It's not a quarterback controversy um, because it's time for him to move on so he can succeed with somebody else. I just I don't see it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Atlanta, Jay. Atlanta. I like to see him in Atlanta. I thought I couldn't think of a team that'd be good
0: fit. That'd be good for the. That would be a good one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because Kyle. I mean, the Falcons aren't that bad. Like they, if if they had a, a solid QB. That, that that could really fit nicely for them for sure so that that would definitely be interesting. that would definitely be interesting. All right, Britt, are you able to stick around for a little bit or you gotta you gotta run? That's why I got about 15 20 minutes
2: okay Maybe a little bit longer all right, all right. so okay,
0: well, let's, let's get back to the the USC Caleb Williams topic because there's been a lot of talk about that this week. USC's obviously lost a couple of games. They're kind they're out of the playoff picture. Obviously, will they? they I'm sure they'll get to a half decent bowl game. But the, but the talk has been should Caleb Williams just shut it down for the rest of the year, get ready for the NFL. What are your thoughts on that, K. Walt?
1: Yeah, I definitely not Jay. I definitely need, he needs. I know he'll, he he you know he'll tell you that he's too too competitive. Uh, to, you know to to shut it down like that. I mean. The way he's been looking, man, he's gonna to need to improve on a lot of different things, man. He still has a lot of stuff to work on. I know his defense is letting him down, and it's putting him in a situation where he's pretty much got to play, you know, super Caleb out there, um, if, if you will. So um, I, I don't think he should shut it down. I think he should go out there each and every week and work on everything that you know. He'll speak to some of his scouts. Um, I mean, he'll or he'll, he'll listen to some scouts. I know he doesn't have an agent or anything like that. And you know, they go through uh, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses, and you know, focus on his weaknesses and and, and try to improve upon that. So I definitely think that uh, Lincoln Riley will be in his head uh, as well. I don't think they should he should shut it down by any stretch. Um, yeah, a lot of people would say, Well, what if he gets hurt? But if you but you take that chance, you know, week one, week two, up to, yeah. two, you know. So I I don't think I don't think any quarterback or any football player for that matter is gonna look at it, you know, think about getting hurt. If that's the case, they'll never step on the football field, uh, to be perfectly honest. With you. So no, don't shut it down, Caleb. Um, work on the things that you have to work on to be better on that next level. Lincoln Riley will put you in the best situation you could possibly be in to succeed, not only to be good, but to, to
0: take it to that next level level um you know
1: when you get when you get to the league
0: yeah yeah for sure I 100% agree don't even consider shutting it yeah, down that. he hasn't played that well yeah, the 100%. last two weeks Turned the ball over a lot exactly throwing some balls that he doesn't even need to be throwing right. so I, 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 I think there's some things that he can work on for sure um Britt are you still I mean Five weeks ago, this guy was the consensus, no doubt about it, number one pick in the NFL draft. Are you still convinced that he's
2: 100% the
0: number one pick in the draft?
2: Okay, I, I think I'm freezing because I keep going in and out on me. So um, if I heard that right, you're talking about Caleb Williams, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I would say so as of right now. I know it's still – Uh, Quite a few more weeks left. I'm just not sure if anybody else has played. When Caleb Williams is playing like Caleb Williams, right now I don't see anybody better than him um, during that moment. I know he struggled a little bit. I know he's talking about shutting it down. But as of right now, and because he is a quarterback, I will say yes. As of right now, things may change a little bit throughout the season. But right now, I'm going to say yes.
0: Yeah, and I think most people would agree with that, Britt. Well, I kind of brought it up a little bit last week. I'm I'm starting to believe it more now. I don't know, man. There's something about Caleb Williams, and he's a great player. I'm not taking any of that away from him. I'm just starting to wonder, is his game going to translate to the NFL? Like, I, I was listening yeah. to some people this morning. They were like, it's a completely different sport. Like, college football to the NFL. Yeah. It's like a completely different sport almost. And I just wonder if his game's going to translate. I mean, he'll, I'm sure he'll be fine. But it's just something that I've been wondering about. Um, and I don't know. Like, Marvin Harrison Jr. is kind of, like, making a case that maybe he should be the number one pick. Yeah. That that guy is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so with that let's go to the Ohio State Penn State game. Brad I'm not, I don't even want to ask you about this game. Stop smiling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> K-walk. My Denny Lions couldn't do anything offensively. Wow, defense yeah. played outstanding. Yeah. Very good defense. The offense was horrible. 0 of 15 on third downs. What do you make of the Penn State Ohio State game, K-walk?
1: Yeah, Jay. I, I thought this would be a, a low-scoring game. I thought both defenses would come to play. Um, I didn't expect too much play from either quarterback because you haven't you haven't seen it up up into that point, you know. Uh, because, I, like I, I mentioned before earlier in the season, I thought Ohio State was most one of the most run, overrated teams in the country, along with Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I, I, I the quarterback play wasn't there, but. You know they. I don't know if they were saving it for last Saturday, Jay, but he came to play, and Marvin and Har- Marvin Harrison Jr. had the honor of playing against his father. So I know exactly where he gets it from. Yep, just an outstanding uh receiver, man. He makes it look so effortless. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think they just turned it on, and and they had no answer for that. Uh, for that, uh, that that Manny defense, there, man. I mean, I, I they came to play. I don't get me wrong, but that offense has a lot of work to do on Penn State, man. That quarterback there, man. He, um, yeah, they had some issues there. Chad. I know you don't want, to hear it, Jay, but uh, yeah, that that was a rough one, man. And y'all got Michigan, and and you know we know what's going on in Michigan. Um, you got them, you know, later on down the road. But um, it's going to be if they don't get to clean up that quarterback play, I, I don't see how they will. But uh, it's going to be a long remaining season for the uh, uh, for the Nittany Lions. Now, if Ohio State can play the way that they played on Saturday night, which I think they will, um, it's that that big. I mean, that Big Ten matchup between them and Michigan is going to be something uh, awesome to watch.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you, Ohio State's defense is a little better than I thought they were. Yeah, number yeah. one. Um, It's funny how, like, when you have more talent than a team, like Penn State playing all their other games, they were the more talented team. So the talent was able to just kind of overshadow some of the offensive issues. But now when you're playing a team that's as talented or more talented than you, man, that stuff just jumps up like crazy. So, yeah, the offense has a lot of work to do. We got a couple of games before we get to play Michigan at home, so maybe we can improve. But, yeah, that was a really bad outing. Look at Britt. <laughs> just just cheesing over there. <laughs> All
2: right, look, I, I don't have much to say on the topic. All I'm going to say is O.H.,
0: Ayo. Okay, that that that's plenty, Brit. That, that's that's actually more. That's plenty. Yeah, that that's more than enough. All
2: I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> All right. Um. Last college game before we talk about how my uh, Las Vegas Aces defeated the New York Liberty. K. waltz Florida Gators are going in to play Georgia. What do they call it? The the largest cocktail cocktail party, party or something party, like USA. that mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with Britt here Britt any chance k-walks Florida Gators can upset the georgia Bulldogs this weekend don't worry about my feelings keep it real Brit. keep it real <laughs> don't
1: worry about my feelings uh
2: uh i bet you ever yeah. do, Just um it, it it can it can happen if um the the moon ever turns yellow um so in <laughs> other words in another it turns yellow sometimes. Sometimes is that, it turns is that yellow. yellow? Okay, know. well, how about purple? Purple, can we just say purple? Uh, in other words, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, <it's an> <laughs> <I moon. laughs> look, look, all well, the scientific te- technicalities. I don't know. Whatever color the moon is not normally turning that color, that's what Florida State's <laughs> chances are of beating Georgia at this moment. Look. I'm sorry, I said Florida. State. I'm going to say Florida Gators. Wrong, completely wrong team. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Look, I'm not, I don't know if I'm as big on Georgia this year yeah. as I was in the past years, but I still think as of right now, they're a much better team and have a lot more chemistry than the Florida Gators at this moment. They're a lot stronger. Um, you know, but maybe in the next five to 10 years, Florida will get back there Ooh. with the past. Oh, I'm just wow. kidding. I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> you know, that was Brent, a joke. I,
0: I, I do think you're right, though, that like this Georgia team is, this is the most beatable they've been in the last three years, I would say, K-Walk. They, yeah. they don't seem as dominant. Obviously, Brock Bowers being hurt. I think, mm-hmm. I think they're going to miss him because he single-handedly took over a couple of games this year. And without him, I don't know what that offense is yeah. going to look like. And the thing to me about Florida is it just depends on which one of these Florida teams show up. Like If good Florida shows up, that's going to be a game. That's going to be a really good game. So I don't know. I think they have a chance if Florida plays their best football. But K-Walk, what say you about this one?
1: Yeah, man, I got a good feeling about this one, Jay, because you mentioned the one thing that I was going to start off with. They're they're bowerless, you know. They're powerless yeah. They don't have that bower anymore. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> and and I think we got to take advantage of that because he is the majority of their offense. Um, he really is. So, um, you know, when you when you look at these teams, man, and and you see the way that Florida played, they played, you know, down to some teams. They played to what down there was a Kentucky. They gave up, you know, 20 know, yeah. and something yards. Uh, to I think his name, was, I forget his name, but that running back there. But the way that they looked at Tennessee, very good, very good game, very good team. The way they looked against South Carolina with Graham uh Graham Mertz. If we if we can get that Graham Mertz on Saturday, man, then the, the, the Bulldogs are, are in trouble. And I think the defense will feed off of that, uh for sure. Got to get the running game there with NTN and Johnson as well. And what I need to see. I need to see Billy Napier and Graham Mertz get the ball downfield. Get the ball downfield to Percival and those guys. Man, they can stretch the field. Stop, you know, keeping them short. Um, and and I know you have to be methodical at times, but sometimes you gotta stretch that field. And I hope we see a lot of uh, balls down the field for Florida on Saturday. So I'm going. I'm going. My Gators. Go Gators.
0: Okay. Right, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Give me a prediction,
1: yeah. K. walk so you're, you're going Gators. I'm going yeah. Gators. 24, 20, 23,
2: 23 Here. Okay. Right. Close. Okay. Close. You know what, K. Walk. I'm. I'm going with you on that. One. I'm going Gators because I really don't like Georgia. I, I don't like Georgia. Okay. Yeah. So, and I have a lot more respect for probably more of the Gators' history because I don't know too much about them as of right now, but. I'm, I'm gonna go with you on that. I'm gonna support you with that one. Go, Gators. Okay,
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to go that far yet, but I, I do think it's gonna be a, a very good football game. All right, fan last topic, last topic before we go to break here. Uh, is this a good one? Why we got Britt here for sure, Britt? My Las Vegas aces uh, took your New York Liberty out. I'm still waiting on you to post that aces as your oh yeah, um, I gotta Facebook post it all right profile picture as as we bet. What were your thoughts on the series, Britt? What were your thoughts on that
2: I'll, final I'll, game? I'll put it as a cover, not not my I'm not taking oh, my profile oh, yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I'm just I'm just too pretty for them, aces. I'm too pretty for them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> but I'll put that <laughs> as my cover. uh yeah, they came the they came ready. They came ready. I think the New York Liberty um the first couple of games it just felt like they just I don't know they just didn't have that same vibe you know I think the Aces took advantage of what the Liberty did in that previous round. The Liberty was a little sluggish and slow in the previous round but because they played a lesser team as far as talent wise they were able to come back and regain and control. You can't do that against a lost Las Vegas Aces team. Not when you got Asia Wilson over there Um, I know Courtney Gray. I think she got hurt, I believe, but when she was able to play, she was great. Kelsey Plum, I believe that's her name. Uh, She was fantastic. And just the momentum for delivery was just taken out. So this was the wrong team to play that dangerous game. And they learned the lesson real quick. But we got next year. Y'all can celebrate now. Y'all celebrate this year. We're coming back next year. I ain't too mad. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And K. Walk, we talked about last week. As I said, I said if Chelsea Gray can't play and Kia Stokes isn't playing, like I didn't see any chance of the Aces beating them in New York without those two players. But they found a way to get it done. Would Would you see in that final game, K. Walk? Just an feel aces feel team that has stepped up step and just, you know, it's the next man up or next, next female up in
1: our, in, in, in this case, because when you have Chelsea Gray and Thompson, now you, you that was for the taking right there, at least that, at least that game, um that game four right there was for the taking for the Liberty and they were up by double digits yeah. at, at one point. So that, you know, that was, that's was like, okay, we well, you lock this up, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, took my attention away from it a little bit, and I came back like, "What are we doing here? What are we doing?" But yeah, it just goes to show you how well coached the uh, the H's are. You know, they found a way to win. It's a, a, a total team game, and you know, it's that next man or next woman uh, up mentality, and they and they did that. I mean, those two those two key players are out, and they found a way to win uh, a game four, lock it up, and on the on uh, the the liberties. Uh, Court, yeah, um, says a lot about that right. organization, about that team, and and, and about that uh, that the coaching, uh, uh, for sure. So, hats off to them, congratulations. I put it on my Facebook page, but um, that's all you're going to get from me. You're not going to get a
0: cover <laughs> page, or anything like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. really good again next year, you know. So, we, we could be seeing it again, but the Liberty are going to have to re sign John Quell Jones. I think she's a free yeah. agent, so they yeah. they need to get her back in New York, absolutely. Um, for the for the
2: aces aces, aces you could tell they've been there done that, yeah. that
0: that's
2: they, you could tell you could tell they've been there done that that was their yeah. attitude so yeah absolutely
0: all right y'all let's take a break here when we come back we're going to uh, shift over into k walk segments the one ticket the in or out of bounds you guys are listening to the sideline speaks with Brittany jones kevin walker and jason collins we'll be back in a minute CampBlineman.com, it's an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampBlineman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Jason Collins, and myself, Kevin Walker. As you see, we started off the show without Brittany, but she, she, she found a way in here, ladies and gentlemen, to join the show. So much good to see you uh, so much there out in Cali, enjoying that uh, that beautiful weather out there. Is it beautiful out there? I'm pretty sure it is.
2: It is nice, but, you know, it's not L.A. weather. It gets chilly up here. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, I'm close to the mountains, so it's a little chilly. Right. It's like this, our weather at home.
1: Okay. All right. Well, so now no, I'm not, I'm not too jealous then. I'm not too jealous then. That's right. Jealous. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's that time. To, it's that time of the show where I, I bring in my one ticket segment for these, uh for these guys. Uh, and in my inbounds or out of bounds Uh, this week, I I, I hope I, this is a good one for you guys, you know, but uh, Britt, I'll start with you as always, ladies first. Uh, We got one ticket, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the show, as I like give these guys four events, one ticket, and they use that one ticket for any four events that they feel like um, would be the most interesting to go to. So, Britt and Jay, um, we got uh, first one. We got the Army versus Navy game, football game. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got uh, the UNC versus Duke basketball game at Cameron. It's at Cameron. Okay. All right, got the Baseball World Series it's after tonight, uh, which will start off soon. So, we got the Baseball World Series. Then you got the Red River Clash, the Red River Shootout between Texas and Oklahoma. So, you got one ticket there, Britt. Those four events, what are you using that ticket for?
2: If the Phillies won tonight, then maybe I would say <laughs> the World Series, but I'm just not sure, guys. This series <laughs> don't went back and forth. I feel like the Phillies could've wrapped it up. I'm sorry, I'm getting to a whole nother situation. They just fumbled the ball, the football, though it's baseball. Um, <laughs> Hold on to that. we're gonna to get to that in a second. Hold on. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I think I want to do Got you the, said uh, –
1: Army Army Navy football? Yeah, no. uh Tar Heels versus uh, Duke Blue Devils at Cameron basketball. That's it,
2: and that's in Duke, right? That's, yeah, at that's Duke? in Duke, yeah. Cam- Cameron Crazy. I'm a, yeah. I'm going to Tar Heels versus Duke. I just, I look, y'all know basketball is my first love. Um, that college match uh, matchup is just historically terrific. I really don't care which location is at. I don't care if it's mm-hmm. in Tar Heels facility or Duke facility, but it's even better when it's in a Duke facility and a Tar Heels yes, win. I agree. Then I'm even that much more happy. Um, so that's what I'm using my one ticket for.
1: All right, Brett, you're starting to win me over a little bit. Brad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there to go to against
1: the Eagles. Going for the Eagles, Jeff, but you're close. Jay, what's say you?
0: <laughs> hey, Walk, I might surprise you with this one, man. Um, the Army-Navy game, number one, like I know it comes with a lot of fanfare, nothing but respect for those guys, but that game just doesn't do it for me like the way that okay. it does for other people. Like I, I'll i try to watch it, but it's just mm-hmm. it's never really – and no disrespect, nothing but no, respect no, for those no. guys. It's just not a college football game that I have gotten into in the past. Okay, okay. well, I'm, I think I'm going to the World Series, man. Oh, wow. I've been enjoying this baseball postseason, man. I've okay. been watching these games. Mm-hmm. I've been learning a little well, bit. I see dude. these guys wearing that slide glove. I'm like, what the heck is a slide glove? I know, game? right? I'm like, why are they wearing this? But man, baseball has actually been pretty entertaining for me this postseason. I don't think I could watch it in a regular season. Because they play so many games and mm-hmm. the stakes don't right. feel as high, but postseason when it's all on the line, the crowd is the crowds have been incredible. I'm enjoying it, man. So I think I would love to go to a World Series.
2: Red October yeah. is different. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. Sure. Especially, when your, is, especially is when your team is involved too. Yeah, I'm starting exactly, to see it. For
1: sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Good stuff there, guys. All right. It's inbounds, out of bounds. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now what this is, is I give these guys different scenarios. Um, if they agree with me, they'll say, I'll uh, we'll agree with the, the scenario. They'll uh, say inbounds. If they disagree with it, they will say out of bounds. All right. Brett, stay with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Um. The AFC East, it uh, seems like it's up for grabs right now. You know, it doesn't look like the Dolphins want to take control of it, it doesn't look like the Bills want to. Uh, Patriots may make some noise, we all know. We see what the Jets have done. So, with that being said, the Jets will win the AFC East inbounds or out of bounds. The <laughs> AFC East, <clears throat>
2: um, look, I know they've beaten a lot of good quarterbacks, <laughs> either they've beaten. Uh, Some of the top teams, the Bills, the Eagles, I'm missing a couple other ones in there. Um, But I just think offensively, I don't think there's enough there just yet, just yet. Um, They're still trying to figure it out if Zach Wilson is the guy. I don't know. Um, One game he looks somewhat okay. The other game he looks horrible. So I'm going to say that's out of bounds. Um, I still think it's going to be wrapped up by either the Bills or the Dolphins.
0: Okay, fast fair. Jay was saying, Yeah, okay. Well, I agree with Britt here. I'm going out of bounds. The okay. Jets are three and three right now. The Dolphins yes. are still five and two, even coming off that loss to Philly. Um, so yeah, I agree with Britt. I think it's the Dolphins or the Bills division to lose. I just don't think the Jets are going to be consistent enough over 17 weeks to win the division. So I'm gonna say that's out of bounds. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Britt, stay. We'll come back to you on this one.
1: Lamar Jackson will lead the Baltimore Ravens to the Super Bowl. Is that
2: inbounds or out of bounds? Look, I know they had a good victory. Uh, What team did they just blow out? The, Li- um, the Lions. Yeah, look, I know, that, yeah. I know they had a good victory against the Lions, and I think the Lions are right there, but they're still not quite there yet. Um, I think they just need a little bit more, whether it's chemistry, just a little bit more time because they're so young. Um, But I'm going to say out of bounds. I mean, right now you still got the Chiefs. I don't know. I know the Chiefs is not, doesn't seem like what they were offensively at this moment. Um, but again, it's still week eight. So you still got time. You still got the Bills, mm-hmm. Dolphins. I know the Dolphins tend to struggle against the better teams. Um, but I, not yet. I don't, I'm not, put, I can't put the Ravens there okay. yet. So I'm going to say out of bounds.
0: Yeah, okay. and I I agree with Britt again here, K. Walk. I got to go out of bounds as well. Uh, I, I I'm just not a believer. I know they look great yeah. on Sunday, but I think as we get into the thick of things, they're going to play some better defenses. And I, I I'm not convinced that Lamar Jackson hey, Lamar. can lead them to the Super Bowl. They're what are they five and two right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Steelers only have two losses as well in that division, so right. they're, they're they they got to win the division first. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say out of bounds there. Okay. All right. Good stuff. All right, Britt. Um, if Ron Rivera gets fired,
1: Eric Bieniemy will become the next head coach of the Commanders. Inbounds
0: hmm. or out of bounds? That's a good one.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Um. Hmm. Oh, that's tough. Um, I don't know, because I feel like that's a possibility. <laughs> The way uh, what's what's my guy Jonathan Allen and Allen just said yeah. what well, he said in a press conference. You tired of all this? Uh, I don't know though. Like as much as I like Eric enemy I just think his way of coaching may not translate over to to the players. You know they they keep complaining about him. I think he mm-hmm. does a great job as far as calling an offense and trying to put the team in the best position possible with the talent that they may have. Um, but I just don't know if the players like him and I feel like that's going to be a big thing and if you know anything about Joshua Harris with all of the other teams he owns including my yeah. Sixers so <laughs> that's a whole nother thing on how you just going to buy the Washington uh, Commanders but um he loves his players like he loves his players he has a lot of respect for his players so he wants to hire a coach that's going to you know be right by the players so I'm going to say it's out of bounds only because I really think that the players not liking him or taking, you know, standing up for him is a—it's going to be a big deal.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with Britt again. <laughs> I, I think it's out of bounds as wow. well. K walk. Um,
2: like no, I, boom think, boom, you
0: know, right? <laughs> I think Time he's funny over here. I think he's done a a good job. But I don't think he's been great so far. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they they well, they got three wins, but they're only averaging twenty points a game offensively. Right. I mean, I think he's good. Those numbers are going to have to go way up for him to be so impressive that people say he needs to be our head coach. I don't think he's right. there yet. K. Walks. So I'm going to say out of bounds.
1: Okay. Good stuff. All right. Last one here is a fun one. Well, I agree it's a fun one, but, but for you, Brad Britt, I'll, I'll come with you on last, this one last because this has to do with you. Maybe Jay a little oh, bit too, but anyway. Must be them, uh,
2: must be them Phillies.
1: <laughs> exactly. The Phillies will win game seven of the NLCS tonight, Jay. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? Where's the game
0: at? Is it in Philly? In it's,
2: Philly. In,
1: uh, it's in Philly,
0: yeah. Oh, that, that's that's inbounds, man. Down. That's in bounds. That yeah. Philly crowd is insane. It is so loud in there. And the Phillies can hit, man. They got some guys that can put the bat on the ball. And a lot of times it's going out of the park. So I don't I don't think you're beating the Phillies at home in this scenario. That's inbounds, man. Phillies get it done. Okay. Brett.
2: I have no idea. I don't know what Phillies team we're gonna get tonight. <laughs> All hands on um, deck for both teams. All hands on deck. It's funny. It's funny because in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies, they've never went to a game seven in this situation. In the entire history, never been in a game seven in the NLDS. So, um, I mean, it's not completely out of bounds, but it could be out of bounds. This Arizona Diamondbacks is feisty as I don't know what. Yeah. Um. Bryce Harper, they they better they better bring it. The pitching they better bring it. So I'm going I'm going to say inbounds, um, but I'm not confident in the answer. <laughs> I'm not okay, confident in
1: the answer. I agree with you, Brett. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to feel on this one. Man, you know both I, teams are going to be all hands on deck. Everyone's going to right. be everyone's going to be hitting. So there's no D. I mean, there's no um, there's a DH now, so which helps us these teams, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which I love uh, by the way. So. But if I had to choose, I'm going to say it's inbounds. I, I think they get it done because of what Jay mentioned. That crowd is is something different. It's something different, and you know, Bryce Harper is is this a monster? Um, you know, uh, they what's the what's the name of the field that they play at in Philly? Oh, for, for, for the for the Eagles? I mean the Phillies, Citizen Bank yeah, Park. Yeah, Citizen Bank Park. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, there. I will so that, say
2: this: the Arizona Diamondbacks yeah. took that crowd out yeah. the last, in the last game. They were silent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, And, and so that's, who, that, that's who controls the crowd noise right there. The, the, the visiting team always controls the, the crowd noise. Exactly. So, uh, so good stuff there. Good stuff.
0: All right, guys, that concludes my segment. So with that being said, I'll turn it back over to Jack. All right. Good stuff, K-Walk. Okay, well, and I'm going to pretty much be coming right back over to you because we're going to get into our rant segment here, K-Walk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, uh, every week, we like to do a little rant. You get a minute to just say whatever's on your mind. Get whatever's on your chest off and I know K-Walk's always got one fired up and ready to go so K-Walk what you got for us this week
1: yeah I, we kind of talked about this earlier and i and i try to stay away with like to keep it simple i mean keep it uh, brief as much as i possible earlier cuz i knew i was coming back to this as my rant and that's the buffalo bills uh, the buffalo bills who are you what is your identity? What is your identity? I mean, you lose to the Jets in the opening week, 22-16, without a, uh, Aaron Rodgers there, okay? You come out and you beat the, the Raiders 38-10. to Then you come back, you beat the Commanders 37-3. So I'm saying, okay, they bounce back, they're ready to go. Then you beat Miami uh, after they beat the Broncos 70-20. to, uh, to 20. Then you lose to the Jags in London. And then you come back, and you're in a dogfight with the Giants. And we all heard, if you heard earlier what Jay talked about, the Giants, you barely beat them 14-9. And then you lose to the Patriots, 29-25. Bill Belichick's job was on the line prior to coming into that sign extension extension i think a day or two before that game <laughs> but who are you bills who are you please tell us are you the team that uh, that that beat the, the the uh blew out the uh miami dolphins blew out the raiders blew out the uh uh the commanders or are you the team that just lost to the lonely uh patriots tell us who you are show up this week and then let us know for sure
0: yeah man good stuff because you're right I, I i have no idea <laughs> who they are I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy so that, that's good stuff mine's not even really a rant I, I i don't even know what to call it but i gotta talk to my penn state nittany lions guys um you guys have been really good for years you've been really good you win 10 games 11 games every year you you go win the rose bowl you you play in a new year six bowl and all that's wonderful but when are we going to get over the hump? When are we going to beat Ohio state? When are we going to slide into that 14 playoff? This is the last year for the 14 playoff. Yeah. Can we beat Michigan at the end of the year? Can we stop being really good and, and move ourselves into that great category? I don't have the answer to it. K walk and Britt. up to this point, we have not been able to do it, Mm -hmm. but Penn state really good is. is fine, but 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 Penn State, we we want to be great. Can we be mm-hmm. great? That that's all I have to say about that.
1: So we are good, but we are not great. That's we right. Are okay. We are good,
0: <laughs> but we ain't great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Britt, I know you've been working hard, so I don't think you have a rant ready to go. But I don't
2: want to presume. I could talk about. It. I got. I could talk about several things. Um. <laughs> Uh, I could talk about how Jay came at me last week. That could be one of my rants, but I'll leave that one be because um, his his team still has two loss and his one team just got, uh, uh, lost to my other team. So I'll let you live on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could talk about similar things that K-Walk just said, but about the Dolphins exactly um, because I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, uh, But you know what? I'm going to bring it here because the NBA is back, y'all. It is yes. back. It is bad. And I'm going to talk to Daryl Morey. What are we doing? What are we doing? That's all I'm going to ask. What are we doing? Why is James Harden here? Or is he not? If he's not here then we need to let him go. Time to move on. Clippers, I'm really coming after you because clearly you're the ones playing around. Terrence Mann in the first round draft pick. It's not that bad of an offer for James Harden. It really is not. You're holding on to Terrence Mann, a guy you barely play play uh, uh play anyway. Let him go so we could get this moved on, please. Let this let this please be gone. Poof, be gone. I don't want to see him James Harden here. Much respect to him, much love to him, I guess, but he could go somewhere else. And then that's that. That's all I'm gonna say. Figure it out. Hurry up. Yeah.
0: Good stuff, yeah. Britt. Good stuff. Yeah, for and sure. nothing makes me happier than seeing the Lakers getting beat down right now by the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully yeah. the Nuggets can hold on. So I, I definitely don't mind seeing that. All right, guys, let, let's do who's balling before we get out of here. Every week we want to shout out a team, a player, coach, somebody that's just absolutely getting it done. K-Walk, who you got this week? Who's balling it?
1: Yeah, this week I got my man, Lamar Demetrius Jackson. Lamar Demetrius. Come on, man. We need this guy, man. We need this. Uh, 21 for 27, 357 yards, three touchdowns, and um, 155-yard QBR quarterback rating, ladies and gentlemen. And one rushing touchdown as well. Spreaded the ball around to everyone. Zay Flowers, Odell. uh, I'm calling him Odell, not Odell this week because he looked down (laughs) last week. And uh, Mark Andrews uh, as well. Didn't run. Um, and I saw to um, to Todd Munkin as well. Todd mm-hmm. Munkin came into this year and his offensive coordinator and said, we're going to focus on Lamar Jackson, the passer. And that's what they're doing right now. They're focusing on Lamar Jackson. And it shows to you, ladies and gentlemen, he's earning that contract that he, he so uh, gracefully deserved and he held out for. So my man, Demar Demetrius Jackson, has absolutely been balling. There you go. There you go. And it's
0: funny because on first take like two weeks ago, they were talking about like, is Lamar worth the money? And then he pretty much shut everybody up with with a great performance. I hate to do it, but I'm going to. I got to I got to say Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, this guy caught about 100 passes for 800 (laughs) yards against Penn State (laughs) on Saturday. The talent was pretty even. The only difference was they had 18 and we didn't have anybody like that. And he was the difference in the football game. I hate to say it, but but we just could, couldn't do anything with him, man. As good as defense we played, he was the difference maker. So Marvin Harrison Jr., absolutely ball. and (laughs) hurt, Gene. That hurt you. Yeah, that did hurt. (laughs) I didn't even. I didn't even want to say it, Ken. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't even want to say it. But even though he's a Buckeye, I he's a he's a likable player. He does it the right way, and he's fantastic. So I'll give him a little shout out. All right, Britt, who you got for us?
2: I got two, um, but I can't remember who team. There's a lot going on this weekend, but I can't remember which teammate this went up against, but. I gotta shout out Miles Garrett. My goodness. Uh oh my gosh, yeah. The incredible plays that he's just making on defense. And then he doesn't have to play special teams, but he said, I'ma go in there and completely did a high jump without touching anybody. Now ridiculous. one person that That's was <laughs> that was beyond ridiculous. So I had to give him um uh, who's balling. So I'm for Who's balling? And then, of course, the honorable mention is a guy that y'all not going to want me to say, but he tied Calvin Johnson, and that's AJ Brown <laughs> for having a uh, yeah,
0: most. Uh, he's receiver. like
2: most, over one hundred and twenty-five plus yards, yards in his yards. fifth, yes, in his fifth straight game. So I got to go it. But yeah. it's it's mainly Miles Garrett. Woo! I think he's my yeah. defensive player of the year right now, between him or TJ Watt.
0: Yeah, look, that Miles Garrett, like when he blocked that field goal for like a two hundred and what seventy pound man to have that kind of spring out of yeah. his. Three-point stance, like that mm-hmm. was just ridiculous, man. You see DBs and linebackers trying to do that, and they cannot yeah. execute he can't it. can't so do it. I I thought that was crazy.
1: Did you ever see him play basketball? He, I mean, yeah, got, he, he can got hop. game, yeah. and he can get up. Yep. He can
0: dunk. Yep. Too. He absolutely yeah. can. Yep, absolutely. So that's a good call, Britt, for sure. Yeah. All right, K. Okay, Walt. Well, before we get out of here, man, let the uh, people know where to find you and all the, all the things you're looking forward to. There's plenty of it at, right now.
1: Yeah, so. for sure, ladies. and <laughs> So yeah, for sure, yeah, you can see right on uh, Instagram at uh, Kevin Dau- Walker one four two, Facebook Kevin Walker, um, Twitter Kevin walk at Kevin Walker one four two, and tomorrow night you can catch me on and uh, my and my co-host uh, Sports Talk with K Walker and E Scott. Never had it so good sports radio seven p.m. Um, wherever you get your podcast, uh, tune into Never had it so good sports media uh, network and uh, look for Sports Talk with K Walker and E Scott. Going to have Doctor T on tomorrow night. Doctor T is going to talk about Planter fasciitis tomorrow he comes on and talks about different bodies injuries and things of that nature It's going to have him on so it's going to be a great one and like we always do each and every week we like to end 14 um looking forward to tonight basketball right? as we see that the nuggets and lakers are playing want to check out the game seven of the uh nlcs between the phillies and the diving backs and of course more nfl football uh, uh for sure so looking forward to a great
0: time of, of sports uh in the Yeah, for sure. And you guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on all the different social media platforms. Yeah, K-Walk, like you, I want to watch the baseball game tonight. I definitely want to see what my Phoenix Suns look look like tonight. I think they tip off around (laughs) 10 p.m. And then, man, it's just a great time of the year. Any night of the week, you can turn the TV on and find something that's worth watching. So this is just a great time of the year for me. Uh, Britt, what you got for us?
2: Uh Jay, who do the Cowboys play this week? Um, I think they play the, the Rams. Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Rams. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was just wondering. Um, uh, but no, you guys can catch me on um or uh TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, at Brittany Brittany Monique, or is it called X? What I'm looking forward to is uh, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to this Phillies game. <laughs> I don't know if they're going <laughs> to win, lose, or draw. Can't draw. Um, but, of course, basketball is back. And for those who don't know, basketball will always and forever be my first love, Then this football for me. Um, and absolutely, Philadelphia Union, back in the playoffs. Let's see what they can do. Um, see if they can redeem themselves as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so- the soccer, Philadelphia Union. Oh, oh okay. So I'm sorry. All my soccer fans out there. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't
1: know. Yeah. I, that was on <laughs> some lesson too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah some, I had to make sure for the the viewers. No, no, there, no. That's no.
2: cool. Okay. I, I figure I'd shout them out because we, we probably got some soccer fans that's watching this. So uh, Britt was uh, talking about work like she was in the Union <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> was striking. Was striking, right? <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you know, football. So between basketball and football. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And then just enjoying whatever's left of Oakland. Can y'all see it back there? Yeah, Oakland, there and yeah. Yeah, nice view. Oakland and San Fran. So there you go.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Good stuff, good Britt. Stuff, good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys listening to the Sideline Speaks. We will be back here live next Tuesday at 7 p.m. to talk about all these good sports that are happening. So for Kevin Walker and Brittany Jones, I'm Jason Collins, and we'll see you guys next week.
2: Go Rams.